you are the disturbance, uh, probably the first consequence in time. And it seems like theorem, it just seems impossible that something in time could get before that. Yeah. So when you arrive at the party, it sucks. And then you can, after you've been hearing that, it's great. As soon as you get there, it seems to suck. And you're just, your head, because of its ignorance or lack of understanding, keeps trying to get to the party and seeing if it can get there before it arrives, you know, before the before you arrives. And it can't, it, because whatever position the head takes, it's a position of the head. It doesn't matter what position. Sometimes it takes the position of looking at you. Yeah, it's, it's learned a lot about you through let's say maybe recovery or therapy or something. And then there's the sense of you looking at that you. Yeah, so in that moment, that's the essence of dualism, which is there's something taken to be an object by a seeming subject, yes? But both of them are not us, yeah? So it's the one aspect of self finally gets caught, like the thief, and what who, who gets sent down there to deal with the thief is another aspect of self called the police. And then for some of us, the life of being a thief and really the life of not being the policeman was worth any consequence tomorrow, not to feel like you're the policeman today. Yeah. Until something broke the dam. And what happened is a shift may have occurred, like you get sober, and then quickly or slowly, the policeman puts on its garb, yeah, and it starts beating you with the word perfection, and you should, and you should be better at meditating than whatever, and on and on. And that which you wanted to get out of, you're now seemingly in, yeah? So this is the point. It's an in and out door. That, it's the whole frame. It's not the door opening and shutting. The frame doesn't change, yeah? The opening and shutting only uh, ends up with the opposite. So you open something, something and there's a shutting, opening and shutting. You see these people like, all right, we're gonna go in there and stop crime. And they're going there into stopping crime create, makes more crime. It's something, it, it escapes our understanding our role in fucking things, yeah? That's why it's not working, yeah? You stick your big head in it and it becomes the biggest influence. While you're trying to you know, change things and work on things, there's a stubborn, uh, habitual, let's say drag on all the affairs and it's, it's called you in a way. That's the only way to recognize it at first because that will lead to maybe the possibility it's not you. So you're using the poison of duality to negate both of them, yeah? So one, that which was taken to be you is now seen to be not you. And then there's some fucking relief, yes? And then when you entertain that which is not you, you see that which is claiming to see the not you is also you. So you see the two legs of the beast. You see the, the claiming of 
whatever, wherever we are as consciousness at this moment in time, in this space and time situation, you'll see that the mental state claims wherever you are and implies it's you that's there. And then you also need to hear a message about there's no other you, a special you, a pure you that's doing it. There's no you that's choosing to do it. There's no you that hates itself, yes? It's, there's no you. There's no long-lasting, independent, separate thing that a choice is coming from to affect things. So when the, 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 uh, the thing is peeled and you start seeing some of the layers, the thing that's being, what's claiming the seeing of the layers isn't usually seen, yeah? So you start knowing a lot about what you are, but it doesn't lead to a relief because you're knowing a lot about what you are as another aspect of what you're not, yes? It's just, and what you've learned is about what you're not. So what you're not has more knowledge about what it's not. It doesn't go anywhere, literally. It doesn't, there's no, so if you are the unborn, as Bankyo said, if you are, if you are, if we are reality, as Ramana Maharshi said, being ourselves reality, the greatest mystery is reality, meaning AKA ourselves wanting to attain reality, yeah? Obviously, for reality to want to attain a reality, it has to be thinking or feeling or starting from a point where it's not real, obviously. Yeah. Why would reality ever seek reality? It would be, yeah. So something other than reality is seeking reality. And if you are reality, that's something other than reality isn't real. It's not true. Yes. So... I've learned that if you keep trying to convince what's not true, the truth, it doesn't work. If you, if you can see that which is called you as not you, and I mean see it in awareness with some kind of wisdom in it, not just awareness like whatever shows up I see, but an awareness with wisdom that re you realize what I'm seeing is not what I was taking myself to be. Yes? It's not... It's just an activity. I thought there was someone before doing all the activities, but there's no one before. And that the actually, that idea of being the someone before is manufactured by the claiming of the activities to imply that there must be someone who's doing them. Yeah. This is the logic and the belief system of self-centeredness. Yeah. It sees everything as how it pertains to it. And so what doing, how, doing, how does doing it pertain to it? I'm the doer, that's what, how it does. Seeing, I'm the seer. Hearing, I'm the hearer. Feeling, I'm the feeler. That's how it pertains to it. It claims everything. Not you, the system claims it. And then suddenly in time, it establishes itself in a very secure position because it's not going to be affected so much by what comes after, it's going to infect what comes after. Because now it's the it's that which is before. So when you when you try to get out of it, that wanting to get out of it as this is being more in it. 
Yeah. So the biggest in of this this mistaken identity is not out. It's it's the trying to get out. All the ways we try to get out is the biggest in. Yeah. So whatever we may come up with to try to counteract it, the venom has already been shot into every bit of medicine. So every medicine we take, it's been shot with the venom. Yeah, so it's it produces opposite effects than we thought. Yeah, it just does. And we're sort of ignorant of what's going on. So it's sort of like a surprising, actually escapes us quite a lot, that why is it that when I'm interested in my health, I get sick? Yeah. When I'm interested in other people's health, I feel great. Yeah. What's there's a fucking principle in there. You can see something. And what it is is you are you are giving everything all the meaning it has. Yeah. And when you try to change that meaning, that's one of the old meanings of you are giving everything all the meaning it has. One of the meanings is you can change meanings. And then get super frustrated when it doesn't work and shit like that. And be in the dilemma of powerlessness because we're exerting power and it's not working. Yeah. People aren't doing what I want them to do usually. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get it because what's claiming or catching the information is of the system and it doesn't want to get it. It doesn't want it doesn't want to. Like the story of someone who says, oh, I would do anything to give up this resentment of my mother. And then they get sober and they realize that resentment of their mother to the thing that's defeating them is like gold. It's, it's the excuse for all their failed relationships. She's blamed the mother for fucking everything. So there's no way she wants to give up that golden cow. But she was on this, oh, I would do anything. No, 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 no. Yeah. And then she realized, hey, if this if this doesn't get dealt with, I'm going to drink again. And in her case, she truly believed she would die if she drank and not in a nice way. Yes. So it became imperative. And then she saw she saw what was actually going on, how she was seeing everything was she really wanted to get out of this resentment. But then she saw what was really going on, which is the head didn't want to go anywhere. The head was milking that fucking thing. Yeah. And if that's the truth in a sense. Yeah. So the thing is, you at that point, after you see this many times, this idea of you having a misunderstanding and then seeing the deeper understanding, sooner or later, the pointing goes to that you. That's the prior misunderstanding that's infecting all the other understandings. A lot of people can have a very clear understanding and the truth of what's understanding it is not clear at all. Yeah. So finally, after you're looking at all these situations and then you see them in a new light, you see there's one constant, which is you. <laughs> you seem to be at every little event. Yes. So you start losing interest in the descriptions to, of the event and you see the who's who's participating in this event. It's just like, where's Waldo? You finally see it, and then you see it in every picture. Yeah. And so finally, it dawns on you. Uh, it's, oh, what I've been doing is crazy, crazy. I've got to stop uh, doing that is crazy. 
that that ultimately doesn't work because what's going to try to stop doing these crazy things is the initiator of the crazy things. So finally, you, you see, you come to meet what you're not, really. Yeah. The noun, that noun that's assumed, inferred, implied, remembered, thought about constantly, you see, I may not be that. Yeah. You see, actually, clear, I feel, I'm not that. Yeah. And what happens is you lose interest in unwinding all the, you know, the action figure knots. Yeah. Like I'm going to hope to unwind or be available to unwind the knots that get me in jail every day. Yes, that's, that's important. But there's, oh, I want to become an incredibly clear. No, I just lose interest in it because you realize the real, the real relief is from that you. Yeah, that's it. And once I landed there, I haven't, nothing else has landed before that for years. So I feel it's, it was the last answer in this event. Yeah. I saw it, which means I became aware of it, or there was an awareness of it. And then there was an explanation of its activities because you don't need an 800 page story. It has repetitive patterns. Yeah. And one of the first ones is the claiming of whatever's going on. And to and to claim that to, as it says in the Course in Miracles, which is, I feel is the same thing we're saying here, which is the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. Yeah. So the brain taking in information is taking information and it's always def it's already defined by information that it's a body. Yeah, so basically all the information has this tint to it. It's of a body, yeah, which instead of trying to get new information and new knowledge, just see the body and see the failedness of that system. That I'm living a life that the brain is interpreting completely to the body and I'm listening to the interpretation of the brain seemingly as a body. And therefore I get to a point where I want to get out of a body, but I want to get out of a body as a body. Yeah. I want to be in a body to see I'm bodiless. <laughs> just, you, it, it just goes off the, it just falls off the cliff of logic quickly. When you see it, it just, boom, it just doesn't go anywhere. And then what happens is there's another logic that you start recognizing. You don't think it, you start seeing it in action. Yeah. It's like in AA, you see this, you have it by giving it away. Wow. Yeah. No Coke dealer I ever met practiced that. You know, they had it by giving it away. Yeah. You start seeing demonstrations of it's just cool. It's very cool. You don't have to go to an exotic land to make it, you know, to paint a very strong contrast to get a message. You can see the subtlety of it. Because the principle is in all of its actions. Big and small are the same. Yeah. There's always a claiming by whatever consciousness or everyone to call it, existence brings into contact. Yes. So existence allows a contact. And that contact is claimed by the mental process. And that mental process, whatever it claims, uses it to reinforce the system it is of, which is the self-centered system. Yeah. So... Even the topic of non-self is all about self. It's, everything is always going to be about self because that's the system. So now you finally saw, hey, listen, 
well, you may see that. Why do I want to break out of something I'm not in? Because you're not in it. You're, in a, you're aware of it, but you're not aware of it in it. Yeah, you're aware of it because you are the you are the beyond out and in. Yeah, yeah. You are like space. Space is not in this room. This room appears in space. Space is not in this room. These walls are not. Uh, they're not negative space. Yeah. If you knock this wall down, you'd see no sign that was ever a fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's isn't like oh. There's a space, there's a, oh, there's some new space. I can feel it, that space wasn't here yesterday. No, there's space, yeah? And things appear in space, but they don't take up any space in space. <laughs> if you weigh space with us in it, it's exact same weight when you weigh it without us in it. <laughs> you know, your heaviness in reality doesn't weigh on that scale. There's no, it's just space, yeah? <laughs> I'm so heavy. No, you know, you're told, if I walk out of this room, all you have is a memory, an idea of someone that was here, yeah? Then there's not like a, a cutout, and for a second, the real Paul's there, and then it gets filled up. No, there's just space. But it's this, it's this moves, there's no... Not space. There's no, there's no not space anywhere. You know what I mean? If I go fast, there's no slow, no. It's just uh, this is moving in space. Yes. This is the point. We're swimming in what we are as an imaginary fish. Yes. All these fish, uh, that get caught in the water, does the ocean get what bigger? <laughs> does it does those fish were taking up some of my space? They fucking uh, millions of tuna have been taken out. It's the same. It's, it doesn't, there's no so in time and space. This is the realm of dreaming, yes? This is the realm of imagining. This is a mental realm, so to speak. And in this mental realm, the quickest process in it, I feel, is the claiming of stuff, yeah? So as soon as something appears, you can see it. There was a lesson in The Course in Miracles, lesson two, lesson two. You and I give everything all the meaning it has, and they, to, do the lesson. A lot of the lessons, Course in Miracles, first they say, just stay fucking relaxed. You know what I mean? Don't start focusing or anything. Just look around the room and say when you, and just see, don't, you know, whatever you come upon, just say, hey, I'm giving everything all the meaning it has. And so when I did that, I had, uh, there was always a pause before the chair meeting was there. I would look, I'd see whatever, and then a chair. It was so fucking obvious. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there would be a, a pause. You wouldn't notice it if you were busy moving around like we all are. But if you were sort of there, you'd realize, wait a minute, I'm not seeing anything. And then there's a chair. <laughs> yeah. There, the awareness is already here, but there ain't a chair. And then there's a chair. 
Yeah, and it happened, would happen all the time. I remember I flew to Wisconsin to, to uh, they had a big center for this group I was involved with, Cost of Miracle. I flew to Wisconsin. When I got to the seminar area, I walked by a room and they were doing lesson two. And I immediately saw the door, no door, you know, fucking wall, no wall, and then the wall again. So it was like, first there is the mountain, then there is the mountain, then there is a mountain. It was like, first there is a mountain walking around. Hey, you and I give me everything on the house. Then there is no mountain, and then there's a mountain again. What happened? Like that, time, every time. I wasn't thinking of doing it. I just look around. Uh, uh. <laughs> There'd be anonymous whatever, and then suddenly a you know, chair or chair or Paul or whatever. Yeah, this is this is learn true learning. I feel true learning. Yeah, using awareness to bring about a recognition of awareness. That's beautiful. Yeah, so. You recognize, you hear this message, hey, you and I give everything what meaning has, and then you see the act of you giving meaning. <laughs> and the funny thing is, the fastest has already been happened is that you thinking it's giving the meaning. This is not giving the meaning. So when you were looking at there was no chair, but you were still thinking you this was solid, yeah? This non-duality message just takes you from that laboratory experiment and take and uses that to go back even farther to see there isn't you. You are a meaning that has been given. And now in this way we're appearing, you think you're giving everything the meaning it has. Like the chair and the person that sees the chair just appear at the same time. Exactly. And but the head says the person was there before. Right. It didn't say the chair was there before. Right. It would go away. Yeah, but the person's always there before. This is what we're talking about. You're not going to stop that. And I don't think you can beat it. Because I know if you read one book about meditation, the first time you're going down and the head has been listening while you've been reading, <laughs> the head's hearing, Oh, meditation. All right. It's okay. When's this going to happen? Next Tuesday. All right. And then you get to the meditation group. And before you hit the cushion, it has you as the meditator. Oh, wow. No surprises now. <laughs> it's already established itself. And everything it learns, it will be claiming to be the one who learned it. Yeah. This was the message of non-duality to question the subject. Yeah. And it's objectification of all these other ideas to question that. You know, who am I? Or from whence do we come? And Ramana humbly believed the way I read it was it didn't matter because wherever you are, if you go back, you go sauce, you know, not S-A-U-C-E, <laughs> like marinara, sauce, S-U-R-C-E. Yeah. You go back. So you can't miss. So this is the reason how we do the talks we don't aim it at you because i truly believe you is the obstacle seeming obstacle so we try to throw it over your head and i know where your head is your head doesn't expand into the infinite universe it's a it's a skull something because it's it's wanting to be a long-lasting independent separate entity actually is an incredible limitation because you can throw a ball over its head 
You can throw around it. You can sail where it can't reach. Yeah. This is why the head hates the body. Tell you the truth, really. Because the deal with the body is like a deal with the devil. There's a lot of disadvantages to it. Yeah. yeah. It has a logic that doesn't go that far. And it's and it's driven by programming, not A and I AI. Yeah. So the programming is stiff. It doesn't bend much. It really doesn't. It's stiff it, and it has its limits. So it's trying to grasp this is so beautiful when you see people not getting it. It's incredible. They're getting frustrated. They're getting pissed off and they they just keep going around. And it, that's the whole message. Now you see, instead of it sitting still, you got it uncomfortable finally. Yeah. And that's why we never got into, okay, let's take a pause because the head would regroup. So you want to just keep dumping satsang on it till it gets overwhelmed and something seeps in, not to it, yeah, but bleeds through it to what we're talking to, yes? You are what's looking. You are what's hearing, yeah? But the idea that the, the, the obstacle is the sense of, or the idea of being the hearer, this is what we want to speak about because... The hearing knows itself as a verb. And when, when this idea it's taken itself to be is finally described as an imaginary noun, the verb gets it. The verb realizes, hey, I'm not that, yes? Yeah, I'm not that. I'm not something stop that initiates something to go. There's no stop or go, they're just going, yes? This is dreaming, this is this. And you get more of a flavor of being a verb than you do of a noun verb little duality. Yes? Yeah. And that flavor is, you're fed it by this event all day. Remember, you give everything all the meaning it has, and that which is before the you can give incredible meaning. Yeah? And you just react to it and or respond to it and you start expressing changes that came about from a recognition truly based on seeing what you're not actually yeah. you may lose interest in a lot of shit you had a lot of identity around about being interested in you meant it could happen like that just everything fucking drops or it can drop slowly for others and basically you're left with your pants down and you don't pull them up you know, now you know the emperor has no clothes, even when it's wearing an incredible wardrobe or all of its little fucking, you know, policeman outfit, thief outfit, you know, this hipster outfit, whatever outfit, you see through it. Yeah. Not by trying. Something has been established that cannot be unestablished because it's rooted in that which is always established, truly. Yeah. Yeah. So... Hmm. So I hear this humming. I hear this humming. What's the fucking difference? This is on. This is on. Do I call that me? No. Does something call this me? Yes. Do I call this me? No. Yeah. Yeah. See, once I am is claimed by Paul, the Paul is the active denial of I am. Yeah. 
And even to the point when Paul starts looking for the I am, it's reinforcing the Paul that's looking for the I am. I just don't see how you're going to get out of it as Paul. You know, just don't. It's the quickest activity. So I think someone's here told me it's less than half a second, or I don't know how many times. The sense of self. And the sense of self is not a sense that's coming from self. There's a sense of self. There's no self that, it's not the perfume of self. Oh, I'm, I smell the sense of self. No, the sense of self is just made up. There's nothing, it's not as, you're not sensing anything. It's been manufactured. And then there's a sense of presence that's a, it comes from a different source, yeah? Because it's not manufactured. And once you taste the real thing, you can see the fucking substitutes. If all you're feed, fed is substitutes, you may take one of them to be the real thing. But when you get the taste of the real thing, you'll see the imagined real things are substitutes. You will. You don't have to strain to see it. It'll be obvious. Yeah. What's causing thing, What's causing the super obvious not to be obvious is, this, is us, really. It's this idea of being Paul, is the blindness to the I am. Yeah. So that's what it came about. And when that hit, I've not been moved from there. So I've come to believe that I'd hazard the guess that that's, that's that. Yeah. It's like that. That is the last answer, in, in, at least in this case. And the last answer is an incredible answer because what it does is take the need for, for any other answers away. Pretty good. Yeah. So there you go. Mike, you want to anyone, ask anyone, whatever? Sure. Anybody want to raise their hand? I don't know how to raise my hands, but I have a question. Yes. Hi, Gio. Hi. Gio. Is, is there a basic, not duality, but a basic dualism uh, between appearing and not appearing? Is, is it, or it's not, it's imagination. I mean, no, no, I don't believe so. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I think there's only appearing that disappears. Yeah. I don't think there's non-appearing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the difficulty is that we project an entity that it's not appearing. No, I don't mean that. But you say there is only appearing. But when you say there is only appearing, are you not immediately presupposing something that is not appearing? I, I didn't say there's all there is is appearing. I'm saying there is not non-appearing. Yeah. So there's a there's appearance, and then you said, is there a non-appearance? I don't believe there's a non-appearance because that's that idea of non-appearance is coming from the idea there's an appearance. So it's a dualistic, like card shuffle. Yeah. yeah. I don't believe. But I'm uh, I'm not saying all there is is appearance, because that's not true. There's appearance in all there is, but I don't think all there is is appearance. No. But I believe appearance is all is in all there is. Yes. 
You know what I mean? Mm. To be honest, there is something that it's not clicking right now. That's fine. But I don't know how to put it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can how... see when the word, the non-duality came up because of duality, right? There's no need for non-duality unless there was an appearance that seemed rather strong of duality. Yeah. So there's oh, yeah. the duality itself brought about its opposite, which is non-duality. This because in this huge frame of duality, that's what happens. You do one thing and it compels the other thing to somehow appear. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. But I, I I don't mean that what is not appearing is other than what is appearing. I'm I'm not saying they are two. It's not a duality. They are not different. It's like taking a coin. I mean, you see one side of the coin and the other side you don't see, but you cannot say it's not there. Something like that. So when we say there is appearance or there is existence or there is reality, somehow there is something that is non-existent and it's not reality. It's like saying that it's like saying that if awareness has red in it, red could not appear. If awareness could hear, we could not, there wouldn't be sound. So if awareness is existing, there wouldn't be existence. But I cannot say that this awareness is non-existent, it's 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 void. It's just not huh. uh, I don't, you know, I understand, I'm following you a little now, but uh, there's no emphasis for me on that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I believe manifestation is dreaming. Yeah. So things are manifesting seemingly out of nothingness. Yeah. That manifestation is dreaming. They're not real, but they're appearing in reality. Yes. And you could say absolutely they're reality, but not as they appear. Yeah. So they are reality, but not as they're appearing. So the appearance is what gets negated. Yeah. And then yes. there's nothing, nothing needs to be affirmed. So you just take out the possibility of, uh, the sense of presence isn't non-duality. Non-duality is just a way of combating the idea of duality. It's, there's no place called non-duality or anything like that. And therefore, the idea of appearance and non-appearance, the only way you would ever get to an idea called non-appearance is through appearance, obviously. So you would the yeah. appearance would trigger like, wait, there must be a non-appearance, but if there's no appearance, you would never have a non-appearance because you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yes. sort of like when people uh, say uh, they don't see anybody, then why are they telling me they don't see anybody? <laughs> you know what I mean? People call me and go, I don't see any bodies. Well, why are you telling me that if you haven't seen any bodies? <laughs> no, Paul. See bodies and then have this feeling that you don't see bodies. Yeah. So this yeah, is. Yeah, understand. Yeah. But you know how the way I visualize this, 
imagine absolute uh, imagine absolute space but i can't can you no okay i'm i'm just trying to say imagine light it's an analogy a simile you cannot identify light in emptiness because it is dark it must hit something to reflect the light so you say oh yes there is light now i know there is light so it is in this sense that i mean that there is this infinite timeless spaceless light that is forever unborn and it's here but to manifest it must hit something in order to shine but if if there is nothing shining that's that does not mean that there is not light. You see what? Yeah. The... I think uh, you started with geo and you've ended with the geo. Yeah. Light, no, light, void. Light has <clears throat> to hit something. Um, I need a coffee to get into that, yeah, a, a nice big one. Yeah, if I go on, we'll have a headache. Yeah, I, I think uh, <laughs> for me, it's just very simple. That's why we call it yeah. dog shit awareness. I, uh, uh, yeah. My friend that's here now always would talk to me about don't know. And uh, I didn't practice that. I've ended there. <laughs> I just, <laughs> my ceiling of understandings quite low. <laughs> I don't have, yeah. I, when I look up, I just see. I don't, it doesn't turn into, I don't know what I'm seeing. I just, yeah. they're seeing, that's that's about as far as I can describe it. Yeah, it's just, uh, I really, uh, uh, yeah. That's why I like dog shit awareness or like, uh, Curb awakening. <laughs> I'm on the curb. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But I love, I could be, I would lo love to go on this at a coffee shop, maybe. As long as they had good coffee. <laughs> and maybe some croissants, gluten-free croissants. And, uh, but yeah, yeah. This simple thing is usually really what I sense here isn't to be clear, but to trigger a, uh, trigger, uh, a sense that when it's triggered, it's, it, there's a feeling that it's always been this way. That's really what these things are about to me. Yeah. It's like, have you ever arrived somewhere where you, it's told you that you've always been here? Yeah. This is how I sense it. Yeah. So yes. I feel satsang is a is got is the best avenue I have to uh, you know dance with people and with that hope of uh, the triggering that triggering that which doesn't need to be triggered. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the head spins off a little bit, but then it comes back. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, uh, it the thing is that the head. Has is a finite. Uh, it does it. It's like not an infinite fishing wheel. It 
it always ends up either nodding himself up or it runs, it runs out a lot. Yeah. So it's great yeah. to watch it because uh, it's never going to stretch and grab infinity. <laughs> never. 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 <laughs> quite, quite on the contrary. I like it when it tries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so. then you end up in a cage, right? Well, yeah. You just... Yeah. Uh, the lion's always going to get knotted, yes. <laughs> yeah, and that means more to be undone, so to speak. So, yeah. yeah. Don't know, as my friend would say. Yeah, it's good. You know, uh, obviously, a lot of inquiry would be caused by irritability, restlessness, and discontent, yes? Like in AA, we don't think anyone comes there out of virtue, it's pragmatism, you know, they got their asses completely kicked and now they, they've been, life has made them somewhat malleable and maybe there, something will happen. It's not a virtue, it's basically a necessity, yeah? So uh, when you, there's that relief that's available, is available, uh, You, ex, the exploring that occurs may not look like you're looking through a telescope or going to another realm or flying to the satin rings, yeah? But there's uh, whatever's going on or not going on, there's a deep uh, relief, yeah? And it may seem like in the pantomime of life that it's gonna take a little while to get back there, but it, they, every time you get back there is based on having never left, yeah? So after many years of that, there's just the starting point is on having never left. Yeah, you don't start at a point where you've got to get back there. You just start at on having never left, yeah? Yeah, it's valuable, traveling you. So, yeah, all right, anyone else? Oh, oh yes, Jerry. What was that? Sound like what? what? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Man. Oh. <laughs> Phone ringing. Oh, Jerry, you're <laughs> muted. Who oh, is Esther? Has her hand? I'm it's sorry. Esther. Esther. <laughs> Esther. Oh, computer screen shows the hand in the very middle of the screen. Okay. I just wanted to thank you so much. Um, uh, the last uh, two days, I felt amazing. And the head was trying to predict um, and, and a narrative uh, about when I get the medicine injected into my system, what it's going to be like. And, um, and will there be like the... Um, strength and willingness to see that there's something unaffected by the sensations and the feelings during that time. And um, I think there's a prayer in, in this um, that seeing clearly continues even during this intense sensations. And um, 
it's it's getting it seems to getting more established that I'm seeing what I'm not um even during that time and I can't go into the future that's a movement of what I'm not and um and I am traveling lighter in that recognition and I'm not doing the recognition. It's just, there's just recognizing that what what you're saying is, is, is exactly how, what, what's hap what, what seems to be happening. So I wanted to um, thank you so much because um, seeing clearly is the answer. Well, Esther, it's nice to see you uh, relaxed. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's much as, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's when you, when you lose interest in something, you don't lose interest. It just leaves that something, yeah? And then it's going to probably enrich you more than that which you thought was going to enrich you. Yeah. That topic that you were so into and try so in it that uh, you couldn't see that your participation was the biggest obstacle, so to speak. Yes. Exactly. And when you lose interest in that, the interest is free to sort of enrich your day in a sense, instead of being used to constantly enslave it to something. Yeah, even the, you know, the absolute clarity of the day can be a way of uh, obscuring the fact that you are that, yes? So it's nice to see it dropping off your face and shit and your voice, yeah. Yeah, the one of the key things you know, that make me smile here is when I see people who are very sincere and interested get a little bit uh, relaxed about the whole affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, just, it just fucking works wonders. It's sort of like the best, the best bomb, B-A-L-M. It's a little laughter. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. You can't get out of what you're not in. That's the whole point. Yeah, so... We've been led to believe, and we're being led to believe that we're in a lot of shit or we're out of a lot of shit. And it gets to such an extreme thing. We're trying to get into what we can't be out of, and we're trying to get out of what we can't be in. It can be, it has, it goes to that extreme. And uh, it's beautiful. You know, what happens. you know that what happens with the in and and out. You get the in, and then there's the out, and then the out, and the in. And there's no, uh, the greatest thing you ever did, two weeks later, you have a more amazing thing. And then it goes on and on and on. And <laughs> it just doesn't work. Yeah, there's, there's a big bug in this system. It, it, it's manufactured before we even become aware in time, yes? There is a delay somehow in us that a lot of shenanigans get put in place. And then we live from those shenanigans <laughs> unbeknownst to us. And 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's uh, well, well, what the course because, teaches because because see, if there was a supersonic time that could happen before the time it takes for the head to present the idea of you, then maybe you could do something through that supersonic time to, to, stop, to stop the head from claiming everything and making up this story. But it doesn't seem like there's a, a supersonic time available. So, so it's just best because you know something. Yeah, you know something stinks in a way, you do. You don't have to know the exact location of where it's coming from because, but you smell it. Yeah. So this is basically some, something like that. So the beautiful point of non-duality to me is it's not trying to establish a new point. It's saying there's never not been the, the foundation that we're in, which is no thing, whatever you want to call it. Yes. And that uh, is more than sufficient to do what we think these other points could do, but in a whole different manner, yes? So basically, instead of trying to manage and control, there'll be a sense of uh, being able to surrender to uncertainty, yes? To realize, <laughs> you know, <laughs> even though you think you should be listened to, a lot of people aren't listening to you. <laughs> just, and uh, it just brings a... Uh... Well, the certainty, the certainty comes from, um, well, when, when, when you're, when you're recognize when there's recognition of what you're not, then the certainty comes as a, as a, uh, I would say like a byproduct of what you are, there's certainty that you're not that, and that's certain. Yes, that's right. You don't need to reinforce certainty. You just have to see it. Yeah. Recognize it, yeah. Yes, you don't yeah. have to reinforce it. You right. try to reinforce certainty. That's more in. Belief in uncertainty. Yeah. This yeah. Is just, yeah. There's something, if I believe Ramana Maharshi, I never met him, but I believe him. I believe in Hoang Po, never met him. I believe in what these people said. I do. I believe deeply. Ramesh Bausakar, uh, Wei Wu Wei. I believe uh, they were onto something about what's going on under the surface of what I think is going on. Yeah. And their invitations brought me to certainty uh, concerning a lot of things. Yeah. And that certainty doesn't have to appear to be a mental certainty because the mental can be only certain and uncertain. Yeah. It has a. So I believe there's a knowing. And if you want to make it a picture, there's I am, and then there's a field of knowing right around that I am. That is not knowledge. It's not knowledge. It's not acquired. It's there. It's built in. It's it's there, and or it's here, really. And it's for many of us, it's the unsuspected resource. Yeah. And now 
through satsang, it's become suspected. Yeah. Yes. And uh, once it gets suspected, there you go. <laughs> because in a weird way, uh, you know, all those tickets, you won the lotto. <laughs> you finally... you. The, the ball fell upon a color that's true. It's not a, yeah? Yeah, so every time I'm in this roulette, roulette game of life, I, I bet on the same square, 39, black. That's <laughs> because that's, I found that to be true. It works, yeah? Yeah, so, yeah. So, all right. Hey, thanks, Esther. It's nice to see you. Hey, Mike, I think we're going to... Uh, I can't let this one person leave because he usually buys the the lattes for me. So I gotta gotta I gotta starting to get he's starting to get itchy there. So we're gonna close down this rodeo shortly. Who's itching to leave? No, I'm just making shit up. Chris, Chris is never itchy. Oh yeah, Chris would never do that. Yeah, I'm just running skits over. I have such I have about eighty skits of one person. That said in the Zoom, Mark F. I have hundreds of skits about Zen Mark. Hundreds of them. I got, I got. It's like a film archive. Film archive. It's great. So, all right, listen, I'm going to say, oh, Gary, Gary from um, Placerville. Come on in, Gary. But then we're going to take off after that. Okay. Um, well, I don't want you to lose uh, a latte over no, there. No, it's okay. I can buy one. I'm concerned. But um, I also, uh, uh, you know, echo what you said. Uh, Esther, it is so lovely to see you peaceful. Yes. Yeah, it just uh, really does my heart good. So I wanted to say that. And the other thing is, like, I just, it's funny. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, okay, what question could I ask? And it immediately short circuits and says, well, any question I come up with is just an example of self in action, self in action. So why bother? And it, just get... <laughs> I'm sorry, say it again. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear that. I said, and, and here you are, and still here you are. Yeah, yeah still here I am. You know, that's, that's the other side. Of, but but it's, it's really quite lovely to not have to ask a question. And still be able to ask a question or yeah. make a comment. Yeah, very good. So, yeah. I don't know, just kind of be easy. Just wanted to report that. That's good, Gary, yes. I think uh, because of the Zoom, in my experience, for some reason, I get to study, like, uh, the... Uh, the facial structure and uh, and mostly that's what's concentrated in the zoom and to watch 
some people march in here with a, such a seriousness about uh, <laughs> trying to extract as much as possible from this fucking old dude. <laughs> Move on to the bigger, better thing and round out my understanding. And then just have them start cracking up and chilling out. And, yeah, and that's what we're speaking of. It's the relief from the seeking. It's the, that's the, you know, the liberation is from the need to be liberated. Yeah. Now there yeah. is a need to be liberated, but it's not yours. See, and there's a distinction now. You can see that which is driven and you can see that you're not that which is driven. You can see it. Yeah. Now maybe you're gonna be driven at times, maybe you won't, but you're not that which is driven. And so to me, this is the loss of interest was the way it went. Losing interest in these topics was the the enlivening of the topic. Yeah. Making it sense felt was the losing interest in it. Yeah, because something wanted to know. And that something wanted to know was overriding the knowing of that something that wants to know. Yeah. And now I know that something that wants to know ain't me. Yeah. I've lost interest in it. Yeah. And I feel uh, on some level great about it. That's why I'm here passing it on. Because I'll tell you, spiritual addiction, when the mental state of nature expresses through uh, spirituality because the mental state is an addictive nature it is it that's its nature it's agitated yeah and so when you see it perform in a spiritual uh let's say uh theater or field it's amazing i mean when i when i started to speak at other meetings than recovery meetings and I saw the spiritual addiction incredible in all its glory, where I would be at a place where they had been there the whole week doing tons of shit. And then on the weekend, they brought outside teachers and they made a mistake and brought me there, <laughs> which they made that mistake for years. I couldn't believe it. I would write things on the board. There's no need for you to be here. <laughs> it still wouldn't get through. So here I was, and I'm going, talking about the selfing and all this shit and the spiritual addiction. And a guy that's had been there all week goes, uh, can you uh, give me an example? I said, voila, <laughs> right? you've been here all week. You've heard 12 people today. <laughs> I mean, he's like, He's like, where? Oh, I know it's far fetched. Can you come up with an ex experience, you know, an example? Yes, right now. We're talking about the activity now. Not like, oh, there was one time I saw a spiritual. No, this is it. Exactly. The driving. That's right. Can you describe a tiger? Well, it's gone. Uh, so yeah, so this is the point. Part of an addiction is a denial of it, yeah? Now it's extremely obvious in alcohol and drugs when people, everyone knows they're fucked, but they're acting like they got it together. But there's denial in spiritual practices, the same thing. There's a denying of the role 
that they're playing in the whole thing. Yeah. You mm. don't realize you're the biggest influence of every, every event. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I got to go. Okay. I Thanks. Goodbye. I want to say hello. Goodbye to everyone. All right, Gary, a pleasure to see you, man. And thank you for the observation of Esther. Yes. Don't let it go to your head, Esther. <laughs> Don't worry. You See, this is the beautiful thing. All right. Uh, I, I feel like I don't have to do anything and then don't have to do anything becomes a doing. Yeah. Just what the second uh, appearance after you've recognized something that you're not, the second appearance is also what you're not. Yes. Just, just to tell you the second thing that appears and now says it's seen that's that thing does not see it's blind. Yeah, just so remember it's a one-two punch, non-duality. It's not non-one, it's non-two. Mm -hmm. So there you are, and then there's the seed, there you are, and there you are. So, and then both of them are not you. And there you go, that's sort of enough, yeah? Yeah, all right, so let's see. Kerry, my friend, nice to see you, bro. You're hanging out the outpost of Hawaii. I appreciate you. Thank you, David Bitterman. Wow, he's got the uh, he's got the the Buddhist stuff. I think up there. All right. Yeah, it's from our art museum. Oh, nice. Very nice. Uh, Great to see you, Paul. Thank you. See you, brother. Mike, as always, thank you for holding the, the space here, bro. And we got uh, Greg. Greg and Crow. Oh, nice to see you, Greg. Crow's Burning Man name. Oh, Crow's your Burning Oh, so there's two of you. Therefore, they I am. Yeah, I am Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> nice to see you, bro. Tiram, my friend, where the hell are you? Are you in Germany now? Hamburg. Yes, yes, I am in Hamburg, yes. Oh, all right. Yeah. Much love from Hamburg. Oh, yes, thank you. Yes. Back yes. at you. I'll see you. I'll, I'll talk with you soon. Yes, uh, yes. Jeff, Mark Fortin, my... Uh, Yes. <laughs> All's well. You're looking good, Mark. Yeah. Gio, nice to see you there from Brazil. Nice to see you, man. Wow, look at this. Oh, we got the Zen bitch slappers with Vlad from Portugal. Wow. Like a murderer's row there. Nice to see you, Vlad. As always, Vlad. Very much, yeah. Uh, simpatico. Nice to see. You. I can't see you. One guy looks rather large. Is he's the bodyguard there? All right. Matt came today from from UK. You remember him? Oh yeah. I can't see it well, but I. Okay. 
Let me see. Is that better? Can you see me now, Paul? Oh, yeah. Yeah, how are you? Oh, yeah. Nice to see you, bro. Yeah, you too. Very good. Thanks for, thanks for uh, coming to the Zoom. All right, Vlad. I'll see you soon, bro. See you soon, yeah. And that's my friend, Miko. Miko? Nice to see you, Miko. Akila, as always, in Arizona. Nice to see you. Esther? Hey, Esther. Uh, never. Uh, Tariq? Johannes? Tariq, I got to talk to you. I may be going to Dover, so I have to let you know, all right? You got to get out of town. Johannes, nice to see you, my friend, all, this, all these years. Uh, Anu? Oh, Anu, thanks for the support, Anu. And uh, yeah, anytime I can say the word Anu is a good day. Yeah. Anu. Rico, a man of his word. Nice to see you, brother. Yeah. Andre, Tobias and Aaron. Ah, there they are. Alisa from Vermont. Nice to meet you, Alisa. Yeah. Mia. Nice. Nice, nice, yes. Mia in Greece, I think. Yes. Athens. Ah, very nice. Sean, nice to see you. Joseph S. Oh, Joseph Sturges. There he is. We got Sherry from uh, down in San Diego. Mike in Mexico. It's a pleasure. Uh, Sean. Uh, Roman, one of the, uh, there he is. My friend from uh, the retreat, Tom, Ravikant's iPhone, Ravikant's, Cassandra, uh, David B., John K., uh, Will, William Holtz. Have I met you before? I think so, right? Yeah, I, I used to be in Colorado Springs, but um, moved yeah. to Wisconsin, and now that I'm settled, I'm happy to tune in again, you know? Oh, so, good, bro. Wow. Yeah. Nice to see you. Seeing you. Kathleen, ah, oh, Kathleen. I hope we're both feeling better. Yes, good. Good to see you. We're fine. All's well. Oh, good, good. <laughs> John S. from Florida. Nice to see you. Colm, hmm. Where are you, Colm? Ireland. Where? Ireland. I thought so. <laughs> Ireland. I just wanted to hear it. Uh, nice to see you. Nice to meet you, bro. Yeah, you too. Uh, hey, I think that's it. If I missed you, I apologize. We're going to be the regular schedules on now. So what it says on the uh, website, I'll check it out. But we'll be there on Tuesdays for the recovery. Wednesday night, so on and so forth. They thank you everyone for participating and holding the space. And uh, yeah, I'll see everyone soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike.